now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Yo. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on the own time. Color people every port side. We just people from the north side. Once the Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy George McKay, Straight Talk Wrestling here, live demand lucha. And I'm sitting down with one of my personal favorites, Bucket List. This is really? a huge moment for me, Are dude. You just saying that? No, I'm not. The first demand lucha show I came at, you and Gringo tore it down, and you yeah. guys actually signed a piece of a door for me. Okay. But before I get into that story, oh, yeah. the bad boy of wrestling, the bad boy of pro wrestling, Joey Janela. Thank you, sir, for taking the thank time you, out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So like I was saying, we, um, I got a piece of the door. It's actually hanging in my basement. My wife was very upset that I took up a portion of the wall with this door. I'd be upset too. But it's a piece, but it's a piece of wrestling memorabilia, yes. man. It's a green door. It's got Toronto wrestling history. Exactly. Toronto wrestling history. So I got to ask, you've been all over the world and then some. You've had some ridiculously over-the-top matches. You've put your body through more than what most people would. Would you consider that you possibly, in some way, shape, or form, might have a death wish? Uh, maybe back in the day. I'm a little bit more conscious now. I'm, I'm 34 years old. I'm about to be 35. I've been wrestling for almost 19 years now, so I got to take it a little easy. Yeah. Uh, I probably have the body of an 84-year-old. Mil Mascaris is probably in better shape than me at the current day. <laughs> And my brain is probably the brain of a dog at the moment. So I have to take a little bit more easy, but back in the day, I look back at my uh, myself, I look back at the clips and some of the matches I had, and uh, I don't know why I did a lot of that. <laughs> I, guess the, I guess it paid off, kind of. Absolutely. You got yourself out there. You got yourself a brand. Uh, now, I got to ask the bad boy of pro wrestling. There have been so many quote unquote bad boys behind the curtain, in front of the curtain. How did Joey Janela get the moniker, the bad boy of pro wrestling? Well, uh, when Facebook was uh, social media used by teenagers and 20 year olds, not 50 to 70 year olds talking about whatever politics they want to indulge in, uh, I posted a status on. Uh, I think it's called a status. I don't even know what, what it's called on Facebook anymore. But I post, I said, I said, oh, I'm on the beach. And all these girls are licking their lips going, oh, who's this bad boy? And then Rhett Titus, he shared it around the Ring of Honor locker room. And then and he was telling me all the people were saying that it was the funniest status I've ever seen. So whenever I was on the road with Rhett Titus, he would go to a liquor store. He'd be like, you know what this is? This is the bad, bad boy. This is... <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm the bad boy now. So uh, it's a lot better than the Zebra Kid or whatever I was going under that <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. I went there to Jumpin' Joey Janela, the Zebra Kid. Uh, some other things, too, I don't even remember. But uh, like I said, I, had a, I have a brain of a, a chihuahua. But, uh, yeah, that's how it started. And I was the bad boy, and it, and it worked out. Absolutely, it did, it did. It's one of the things that I remember about, you know, I followed your career from the early days as GCW, watched you come over to AEW. You had, you know, probably not the best run that you could have wanted to have in AEW. Um, and I know that, I mean, we know now from everything that's kind of been circulating that there is a whole lot of backstage politics back there and stuff like that. There's a lot of running around and so forth of this is my way or the highway type thing, more so booked by a fan, not really someone who's actually been around the business his entire life or understands yeah. the business. When you look at everyone that's kind of leaving now and all the stuff that's coming out of AEW, knowing that you got away from it so early on, are you surprised by any of it? If, if it's not too forward of a question. Yeah, a little bit, actually, because it was a lot. 
a lot more family-esque when I was there. You know, we went through COVID. You know, that was a long time. Went through Brody's death, you know, um, and we were tight like a family, and there was rarely any drama. I, I said to someone, I don't believe I've ever seen a fist fight there uh, while, I, while I was there. So, uh, yeah, a little bit surprised, but, you know, there's a lot of egos involved and a lot of people that are, you know, big wrestling names. And uh, once you get into that realm of professional wrestling, that level of TV wrestling, <coughs> there's money involved and uh, there's millions involved and people want, want their spots. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have their spots, you know, that can prevent them from, you know, making that money and feeding their family to what they think they should be making, earning for a contract or whatnot. So, yeah, I can see this is just the history of wrestling. It's happened in WWF. It's happened in WCW. It's happened everywhere, WWE, you know, but you rarely hear about it uh, because they kind of keep it under wraps. Yeah. The AEW was kind of, you know, a rude awakening for them per se and uh tony who's never ran a wrestling company but he's run a football organization he's run a soccer team in england uh so i'm sure he, him and his father are used to the drama but wrestlers are divas they're a different type of animals so it's a wake-up call but i think things are going to get better there I absolutely hope so, too, hope so too, because it's a great time to be in pro wrestling with everything that's changing for the landscape, especially the indie scene. Yeah. And I got to talk some of my most memorable matches with you center around GCW yes. and everything that is GCW. Yeah. GCW is synonymous with Joey Janela. Joey Janela is synonymous with GCW. Out of all the craziness that you've done, is there ever a spot that you look back and you're like, man, I cannot believe I walked away from that? Of course, that roof bump. Yeah, yeah, I was, was, was going to mention the roof bump. Yeah, nothing's stopping that. That's the craziest wrestling bump of all time, you know. Everyone's said it from Mick Foley and whatnot. It's like Mick Foley saying that's the craziest shit he's ever seen, it's the craziest of all time because he took some wicked shit. But, uh, yeah, it was wicked, and uh, I was surprised I survived <coughs> because the truck was parked way too close, and we I almost went on the ceiling, and Zandig had to drop me in feet first, so to protect me so I didn't die and uh, he broke his back and I that was my pro wrestling Illuminati ceremony and now I'm in well not that in because <laughs> if I was that in then I'd be making a million uh, For sure. and I wouldn't be feeding with uh, Ricky Berwick outside <laughs> but anyways uh, yeah it's it's I wouldn't go back and change anything I'd do it all again but it was reckless it was crazy kids don't try this at home please so many kids come up to me. They say they're inspired by me. They're inspired by that. Please fuck off. Please. I don't want to be responsible for your, your death. But if I am, I kind of will take it uh, as a notch on my shoulder, per se. No, I'm just kidding. No. 100%. Please, don't do it at home. Don't do, I love that. I love that. Don't do it at home. Now, I mean, with all the wrestlers that have come in through GCW, all the names that GCW has helped build, and like I said, synonymous with one another, what would you say was probably your fondest memory or one of your greatest matches? Like the matches where, because chemistry and wrestling is a huge thing, and a lot of people don't realize, you, you got to have that great dance partner. Who would you say was your most chemistry-filled match or chemistry-filled feud that you had in any promotion, not necessarily GCW, anywhere? No, GCW has kind of like been all over the place, so... Uh, maybe I've I've had chemistry with a lot of the people I've wrestled there, so it's hard to pinpoint something. But probably the Invisible Man per se now. But 
I've done some pretty out there stuff there and wrestled some pretty. I, I just wrestled um, Andrade. We had great chemistry. And uh, if you listen to us in the back, you wouldn't think it was going to come to w together the way it did. And <coughs> we flowed out there. We had a great wrestling match. But I have chemistry with all these guys, I think. I think you do too. When I don't. I have creative freedom. When I have creative freedom, then uh, I can make anything work. What's creative freedom look like to you? Like, because creative freedom can be so many different layers and levels. What's Joey Janela's creative freedom? Let me do whatever the fuck I want. Please leave me alone. <laughs> I will make the best out of it. That's why TV wrestling didn't really work for me. Maybe at the beginning, I had that match with Omega. I had that match with Mox, and those guys let me take control. They're like, "All right, you just do, call this whole thing and." creatively and those matches me and Omega is talked about as one of the best matches in the history of the company still which is feels very good to me when someone says that but um, creatively just let me do whatever I want and I'll make I'll make something special out of nothing you know absolutely so that kind of leads to my next question which is great because it seems like we have really good chemistry you're flowing into the questions TV wrestling you said yourself is not really a thing for you if the door is ever opened for a chance at TV wrestling again would you take that opportunity I've said a hundred times I want to go to WWE. That's been my dream. Um, with uh, my creativity and, and their creativity um, and a structure and a, um, you know, storytelling and storyline-wise and character-wise, I think I'd do good there uh, now that I'm more mature. But don't, don't ever uh, eliminate AEW from the conversation because I could be back there next week. You never know. Absolutely. I think I think a place that uh, you thrived in and one of the places where I actually discovered you was that quick little run you had in MLW, yeah. which I loved and I enjoyed. Uh, and I, I've heard, you know, Court Bauer say he's stern, he's fair. He's kind of like every other wrestling owner, if you would, yeah. per se. But um, I'm sure you have a good relationship with Court Bauer. But with the oh, no, no, that guy sucks. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Then I'll leave that off the plate. But I guess. With Matt Riddle kind of going back to now, Jacob for two on the rise, is it a possibility that we could see Joey Janela for a one-off in MLW if, if if the timing is right? Absolutely no. No. Unless they're paying me a million dollars, I would never go back to MLW. And uh, that's just how it is. Fair enough. I'll leave MLW off the table. A couple more questions. I'm going to let you go prepare for your match. But when you look at the history of Joey Janela and the creative freedom that you had and the craziness and all that stuff, what is the one thing you want to leave behind for pro wrestling? What's the one thing you want people to remember you with? I mean, yes, Mick Foley, one of the craziest sons of bitches ever step in the ring, endorse your stuff as some of the craziest he's ever seen. But is there any other layers that you want to leave behind in pro wrestling for people to remember? Joey Janela? All the young people I helped out along the way and, and helped uh, bring up a lot of the people that I've helped in the last eight years are on TV now. Um, and that's my, that might be my legacy, but uh, don't, don't write me off yet, you know. I still have goals in this business, and it's very few because I accomplish a lot of them, but, you know, I still have New Japan aspirations, WWE aspirations, and AEW aspirations to make up for that lackluster run I had, per se. But, uh, yeah, uh, if, if that doesn't come to fruition and I can't make a million dollars in this business, I think uh, maybe the people I helped along the way. Absolutely. And that actually kind of leads to another one of my questions. See, we're just cooking with gasoline. Royal Rumble, it's a week away. Wouldn't it be awesome to see the bad boy come through in that 30-man banger? Uh, the pop would, would light that building up. The, the pop would be catastrophic for the universe. The, the roof would collapse in. Everyone would die. 
uh, we can't we can't have a tragedy like that and uh, there's no roof on that stadium I think maybe the, the pop would be so big it might knock an asteroid out of the sky right into the stadium or wake the dead and uh, we don't have time for a zombie invasion right now so uh, maybe let's let's leave that pop down the line when we're a little bit more prepared for those situations Fair enough. And my final question, and it's a fun question, it's a Joe question. You've been on the road a lot. What is the guilty pleasure food that you love to have or crave? And when you get the opportunity to get it, what is the kind of thing you go for? It could be a gas station food, could be like a favorite fast food place. What's Joey Janela crave for when he's on the road going from city to city? McDonald's, brother. Yeah, Big Mac? Yeah, Big Mac, uh, double quarter pounder. Nice. Basically, I mean, McDonald's is pretty good, man. I, I really do enjoy McDonald's for some reason. I don't know why. I love it, too. Listen, the double quarter pounder BLT. Obviously, uh, not really a bacon burger okay, type guy. Sometimes I like bacon on my burger. But, yeah, last week I was so hungover. I was drinking all night. I didn't sleep. We had to drive Chicago to uh, Columbus, Ohio, and I didn't sleep at all all night. And uh, I fell asleep in the car, and there was when we woke up, there was a McDonald's. I you best believe I ate those cheeseburgers up you know that nice. made me feel good inside absolutely listen mcdonald's is comfort food yeah. it's it is comfort food 100 percent. i agree yeah. with you yeah sometimes when you're hungover and you can't eat anything else for some reason you can just eat mcdonald's that's just i will agree with you on that yeah it's probably me i don't know what's in that fucking shit but maybe the uh let's not question it because if we question it we're going to start getting really concerned about stuff i'll never get concerned about that you know i put a lot worse things into my body so True, true. All right, guys, that's it for this one. It was short and sweet and simple. Before you go, can you do me a favor? Give me that Joey Janela attitude. Let him know you just had an amazing conversation with Straight Talk, and people should subscribe. I just had an amazing conversation with Street Talk, and if you don't subscribe, I'm going to come to your house, and I'm going to kill your pet. Damn. You should subscribe. Click that button very quickly. Peace, love, and wrestling, guys. We'll see you next week. Is that where the button goes? Right here? That is. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. Bye.